If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. If you really want to see what someone values, this is a really, really good lesson and learning. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life build successful empires and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about why so many people give away their most valuable asset without even realizing it and why it hinders their personal growth in both business and also in their personal life. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So I got asked, I get this every week really, where someone sends me a message and they say, can I pick your brain? Now I know I've done another podcast episode earlier on about this, but I want to give a different insight into why it's such a bad strategy for most people if first of all, you give your time to those people who ask to pick your brain. And secondly, why it's not a good idea to go and catch up with people for coffees if they message you on social media or whatever. So let's jump in, let's chat about it, let's break it all down. So I get these messages consistently where someone says, I wanna pick your brain. Now, first of all, my brain is one of the most valuable assets that I have. Second of all, my time is my most valuable asset because it's something that I can never get back. So if time is my most valuable asset and my knowledge is my second most valuable asset because I can use my knowledge to build whatever I've created. This is also the reason why someone who's a millionaire can lose their or bankrupt their business, they can lose their business, And then they can build it back up really quickly within a year or two, depending on how big the business is, because they have the knowledge. They've never lost it. So they don't start from scratch. They start from wisdom. So that knowledge and that wisdom that someone gets takes a lifetime to build or however old they are. It's a lifetime of knowledge. So when someone sends me a message and they say, I want to pick your brain, what they're really saying is, I want to spend time with you, number one, which is your most valuable asset. And then second of all, I want to take your second most valuable asset And normally I won't give you anything of value back in return because most people don't. Now, if I want to be a dick, I will say to them, okay, can I have your TV? And they go, well, no. So why not? And they go, well, because it's my TV, like it's my shit. And I go, okay, cool. How much is your TV worth? Now, if they say, well, my TV's worth two grand. Okay, cool. How much do you think my time is worth? And how much do you think my knowledge is worth? So now when you throw that back onto them, they have no idea because they're someone who doesn't value their time and they're someone that doesn't value their knowledge. When you speak to people who value their time and their knowledge, or you want to do business with someone who values their time and their knowledge, you better have a good value proposition for the reason why that person wants to catch up. So if someone sends me a message and says, hey, dude, I want to help you to get 10 more bums on seats at your events. Just wondering if we can catch up because I've got a heap of people I would love to refer to you. I just want to know the best way of doing that. I'm going to give you an hour of my time. We're going to go and have a coffee and let's talk about this. I had that happen today where another business said, look, 
there's an alignment between what we do. I would love to catch up for a coffee. Let's talk about it because I would love to promote your stuff and I think your clientele would love what we do also. I think there's an alignment there that we're very clear with the value proposition and I said, let's catch up for a coffee. And so we did that. When somebody else goes, hey, I wanna pick your brain, what they're really saying, and especially if they say, oh, I just wanna catch up for like 10 minutes. What that really means is I need an hour, an hour and a half, maybe two hours of your time. The shit's hit the fan and I need some coaching or I need some of your knowledge and I gotta try and figure out this shit. Well, here's the thing. You can come to one of my events and you can pay for it. There is no value proposition there. All this person is asking, they're saying, me, 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 me. I want you to give me something for nothing. I don't have anything to give you in return. So I want essentially your time, most valuable asset. I want your knowledge, your second most valuable asset. And in return, I might buy you a coffee, which is five bucks. That's a shit value proposition. And I would not recommend to do this if you ever want to succeed in business or in life. The only people that normally say yes to that is people that don't value their time and value their knowledge, which normally means that they also don't value their money because they don't have any. When you're someone who has a lot of money, you know that time is your most valuable asset and that knowledge is your second most valuable asset and you protect that shit the best that you can and you put up barriers around you. This is why highly driven people are very, very hard to get in contact with. Now, if you're a driven person also and you understand the idea of value exchange or a value proposition, they're easy to get in touch with. And I've met some amazing people through these value propositions. In fact, one of my good friends right now who is extremely, extremely wealthy, he makes a lot of money, he's one of the world's biggest branding experts, I guess you could say, and works with huge companies like Disney and Netflix and all of that stuff. I found out that he loves wine and I offered to catch up with him for a drink and I would shout him his favorite bottle of wine, whatever that is, and it cost me a couple hundred bucks and I was able to hang out with him and spend time with him and we built our relationship from there. But it's because I did my research beforehand and figured out that he loved wine. Now, if I just cold messaged him and said, hey, dude, we should catch up, he would probably never answer my messages. And if he told me to fuck off, I would completely understand that that is a very valid response if I asked in that way. So if you want to engage with someone, my recommendation is understand the value exchange or the value proposition that you're creating and make sure it hits their values and what they're trying to achieve in life so that they feel like they're getting value, not from your point of view. There are plenty of people out there who go, hey, I would love to catch up with you and hang out and you know, I think that we could collaborate together and we could do some really, really cool stuff. And they tell me what it is. And I'm like, I don't even give a shit about any of that stuff. Like it's, hey, let's go out and, you know, I've got access to this club and we can go out drinking and stuff like that. I'm like, I very rarely drink. Like that's not important to me. You put me in the room with the right people where I can connect with them, other business owners. If I can grow the business that we've got, if you can help put bums on seats at my events, if you can help me get my brand out more to more people, let's talk. But if this is just about you and what you think is cool, then that's probably not gonna work. I even have some people message me and they're like, hey, I'd love to come for a drive in your car. And I'm like, cool. I would love if you just gave me all your money. Like, let's just do that. You just give me all your money and I'll take you for a spin in the car. Like, that's cool. To them, they go, well, that's stupid. Why would I give you all my money? And I'm like, well, why would I take you for a ride in my car? I don't even fucking know you. Like, you've literally just followed me two minutes ago on Instagram and now you're asking me to take you for a spin in my car? To be honest, I'd rather sit on a cactus you really got to think about that value proposition. This is why learning about values is so important because if you can understand somebody else's values and what's important to them, you can then normally communicate with them in something that they perceive is valuable. And if you can help them, they're going to give up their time and they're going to spend time with you because it's important to them. When someone comes along and they project what's important to them onto somebody else and say, well, you know, you should do this or, you know, I think that I could help you in this stuff and it's not important to them, they're going to think, number one, you're an absolute tool bag. Number two, they're probably not going to respond. 
And number three, they're sure as shit, probably not going to give you time or energy or anything like that. Hi, Driven Mofos. You're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. So value exchange rules the game of life. Every human being, and I don't give a shit whether someone says, you know, I'm compassionate and I'm empathetic and I love helping other people. Only someone with low self-worth would depreciate themselves by giving up their time, their energy, and things that they value and get nothing in return. Okay, so someone with low self-worth would do that. But someone with high self-worth would not do that. People with high self-worth know that having a team of people around you and having great people around you wins the game of life. Like that's enjoyable and that's how you win. But there has to be a fair exchange of value. If not, guilt and resentment are byproducts of that. So when someone gets something for nothing consistently, they will start to feel guilty. And parents do this shit all the time on their kids. When they keep giving stuff to their kids, their kids will start to feel guilty. If not, and they don't pick up on that, they become complacent and they create these unrealistic expectations. And this is where you get kids that are oversupported where they can't get jobs, you know, mum and dad still babysit them and look after them and all this into their adult years. They might be 30 or 40 years of age, still can't get a job, still can't have a relationship, you know, still can't function as a normal member of society because they get babysat all the time. And essentially they're getting feedback that their life is shit because their parents have over-nurtured them, over-support them, and they've built their value up way too high. But society will kick them back down to a place of balance and balance value. So it's not the parent who determines the value of the child, it's society that determines our value. Now we've got our own internal value, but society still determines whether we're valuable or not. You know, I know that if I work with a business owner, that business owner, if I can add millions of dollars back onto their books, paying me, you know, 1500 bucks an hour is a no brainer. But if I go to people that have no money and for 1500 bucks an hour, they can't afford that. So my point is that society determines whether something's valuable or not, not whether we just think that we're valuable or that we think that something's a cool idea. We need to understand that value exchange rules the game. If you give something for nothing, after a while you start to feel resentful. So if you do something all the time for another person, like let's say you go out to lunch and you buy that person lunch and you buy that person a beer. Then the next time you catch up, the person says, I've got no money, you buy them lunch and you buy them a beer. Then the next time you catch up and they say, oh look, I'll buy lunch. And then they go, oh, I forgot my wallet. And you buy them lunch and a beer. After a while, you start to resent them and you go, fuck catching up with this idiot. Every time I go to lunch, I'm paying. And I'm sure there's been people in your own life where they only contact you when they want something. And after a while, you come to resent them or avoid them because there's an unfair value exchange. So our brain is wired in most people. If you're a psychopath or if you have some sort of mental disorder, then that may not be the case. But most people have some sort of a balancing mechanism within their brain where they start to feel guilty if they get too much for nothing or you'll become resentful if you give too much. Okay, if you're always giving to somebody else and they keep taking, eventually you'll get resentful towards them. And this is where relationships break up, where one person feels like they're the one who's giving everything in the relationship and the other person takes. This is where you see all these people out there that are going, you know, I'm in a narcissistic relationship. The motherfucker kept taking everything from me. Well, of course they kept taking shit from you because you had low self-worth. You had no value. You kept trying to get your value from somebody else. So you gave them everything that you had in order to try to get them to see your value. And they took everything that you had to try to get you to see your own value until you start to become a little bit more narcissistic yourself and bring yourself back into balance and not be too altruistic, then people will be around you who will consistently take. But that resentment eventually of someone who's been in a narcissistic relationship 
they will start to resent that person and get aggressive and angry and start to create boundaries. That's our brain doing its job to create boundaries so that then we make sure that we stay in the law of value exchange, I guess you could say. When you're creating fair and equitable value exchange in a relationship, when it starts to go out of balance, you pull up your partner and you go, hey, look, I've unpacked the dishwasher like 10 times in the last week. I'm starting to feel a little bit resentful. How about, you know, you help out a little bit with this? And they might say, you know, normally when you have that conversation, they go, well, fuck you, I did it. But what that's forcing you to do is to create boundaries in your relationship and say, hey, look, if I do a little bit of this, you do a little bit of that, and let's work together on these things. And you work more as a team then, instead of having one person who tends to do too much of one thing until they get resentful or frustrated at the other person. So just remember that if you feel guilty, it's normally because you're getting too much of something, not all the time. But if you take something from someone too often, you'll start to feel guilt. If you give too much to somebody else and they keep taking off you, eventually you create resentment towards them. It's trying to keep us back into equilibrium or trying to get us back into equilibrium. So remember, if you're reaching out to someone, you want to get in contact with someone, you want something from somebody, instead of going in there and going, hey, I want something from you in however you want to put it. Now, when someone reaches out and they say, hey, I just want to spend time with you. I'd love to buy you a coffee and pick your brain. What they're really saying is I want something from you. Now, if there is no good value proposition, most intelligent people who value themselves will say no or they just won't respond. So if you want to navigate around that, make sure you're adding value to that person and something that they perceive is valuable. If you can shift the chips of value exchange onto their side, they will want to give more to you as well in order to create that fair value exchange. So that's the way you win the game of life, especially when you're working with others. Hope that helps Driven Mofos. If you've been enjoying this podcast, remember to share it. Thanks for being part of this absolutely awesome community. Keep crushing it, Driven Mofos. And I look forward to seeing you back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.